0: From the Cats Audio Network, this is a Coach O Show with Luke Tasker.
1: Welcome, Ticat fans. This is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Weekly update with Orlando Steinhauer. I'm Luke Tasker, former uh, player for Coach O. Coach, I don't want to ask you how you're doing. I know it was a very, very tough one, but I will. How's your day going, man? What, what's, the, what's the latest?
0: Uh, Yeah. Just, uh, just the pit in the stomach, just, yeah. uh, basically, as you can tell, I'm at a little bit lost for words. It just doesn't, uh, it just doesn't compute. Right. You don't, and which is good. You don't ever want to get used to the feeling, but, uh, and then of course, you know, the day after is always another reflection day, or as we say, we look in the rearview mirror. And so, you know, for me, obviously I'm looking at all three phases and seeing different ways that uh, we could have contributed and to lock the thing out down and, and come away with a W some way. So uh, it's like reopening the wounds, but that's a necessary thing to do. Um, we're heading into a buy. The sun came up, wasn't quite as bright, but uh, we will get through it. Yeah. It, I mean, just,
1: I can't imagine the disappointment from you guys who are putting the work in daily. We talked last week on the coach O show about, the reactions uh, or the position of being a fan in games like this tough for the fans too. And now to go into a bye week, more tough for the people who are working every day in the stadium for you and the guys in the locker room. Uh, did you address the team today at all?
0: No, they're, they're gone because this is a somewhat of a shortened bye, if you will. Yeah. And so wanted to maximize their time, but we will come back in and, and we'll, uh, we'll watch the tape and, uh, We'll, we'll get that done, but as of right now, there was no commitment except for, as you know, those that are, that are injured, they were, they were in getting treatment. And that's the same with the coaches. I wanted them out of the office and, and home with, uh, with their families or however they chose to spend their bye week. I think it's a, a chance to step away, and that's just as important sometimes as coming in and grinding. Yeah. The, uh, would you mind sharing
1: in the locker room last night what do you say? What does a head coach say after a game like that?
0: Well, I just said that we have the right people, right? We've got to find a way to finish. And there's no words that I can give you right now. The silence, uh, the feeling that you can't describe, uh, spoke volumes, um, couple players spoke. Uh, there's still a sense of togetherness, which is the most important thing. But yeah, those types of things, sometimes the best things are said. 48 hours, 24 hours, maybe a week later in this in our case. But uh, there's nothing that takes that feeling away, um, you know, post-game when emotions are riding high and you just put in all that work and effort and uh, you come out on the, on the short end of it. Uh, sometimes what's not said is the most important thing.
1: Yeah, that's good. I mean, leaders, uh, from a player's perspective, the leaders in the locker room after games like this, man, it's about togetherness because it is just so easy to to hang your head so low that you forget that the season's not over. I will say the feeling after that game, to me was a little bit like, and I hate to say this, and I hate to bring this game up, like the 2014 breakup to me. Mm. In my, after that game, to me, it felt like if we had half a quarter more, we might we might have been two touchdowns ahead. If we had a little bit more football if uh, left to play, that game progressed in a way where the third quarter just disappeared. We came out of the locker room at halftime, and all of a sudden it was the fourth quarter. They were running the ball. It, it, last night it was like, give us just give us one more drive. Just let, can, please, can we just keep the clock going for five minutes and let us see what happens? It, it's it's heartbreaking it is hard 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 to lose that last week in our show we talked about you know it, it doesn't feel right to to lose on those field goals in overtime uh after that field goal and in overtime uh in toronto uh and now you know to 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 lose after having really what was in some aspects probably the best game by certain aspects of the tie cats team I feel bad for the for the for the guys in the locker room I do and I have to say too, it is what it is. I'd be lying if it wasn't true. I would not like to be going on a bye week right now. And I wonder if some guys are feeling that. I don't know. Rest is rest physically. How do you? Is this helping you to have these off days? What are you going to do with this with this time? Would you rather be back in the in the in the uh, meeting room tomorrow?
0: Well, yeah. I, you know, you want to get back at it, and that's the thing about. Football is that you don't get a chance, even if there's no bye weeks. Like you remain a winner, you got to sit on that and and try to not be overconfident for about seven days. And the same thing remains true uh, if you lose a game; you actually remain losers for uh, a week. And and in our case, you know, up to ten to twelve days. And so um, that's the unique thing about football, though. That's kind of the fun part, and why I think it's. you know, it, it is the most, it's, it's a team sport, you know, and I, and I would say that, you know, I'd put it right up there with any other team sport, but you know, it it, it is, I, I just, I just kind of have the approach that, you know, I'm excited and I embrace it. I don't, things that I can control, I'm going to attack hard and things that I can't, I've just learned through experience. I used to attack those hard too, when I was young and you just feel like you can do it all. And You know, what's in our what's in our control is what we need to address and not skip over anything. And that's the way I'm kind of approaching it. Now, I'm with you. I think that, you know, for every one of me, there's a bunch of people that are like, oh, my gosh, we're not going to play for, you know, 14 days or 13 days or whatever it is. The the bye week plus, you know, a few practice days. Um, But that's okay. You know, I'm not going to tell people how to feel. Right, they they're entitled to that, and I want them to be themselves. Uh, But when it comes time to come back to work, that's where we share that common bond. So I'm excited. You know who who wants to take this journey with us? And you know when you're going through these type of things, I think it just really you know accentuates finding the right people. Uh, You know I always like to refer to it as it's easy to find the right experience to do the job. That's an easy thing to do, and it's hard to find the right people to join your team. And sometimes that means less talented. Sometimes that means a 10th slower. Sometimes it means two inches less on a vertical, but when you're going through trials, it's just, you know, we use football as analogy of family and just think about your family, right? There's not, you don't question loyalty. You don't question trust. You don't question if they have your back. Uh, you don't question if uh, they can hold you accountable, but we use that term so loosely in football and in sports in general as family. But if you have the right people, you don't worry about those things because it's hard enough to win. It's hard to win in general. And when you have the wrong people, it makes it tougher. So I feel like we have the right people. We have to play better. It always starts with me. And uh, like I said, I'm excited. I'm ready to embrace this. That's great. You talked about looking at all three phases and, and
1: starting to pick out You know, after the sort of shock of a loss that last night was you start to pick out the things you can do better. Can you take us through, uh, the phases? And I don't want to make you do a whole team meeting here on a, on a zoom meeting, but walk us through starting with defense. I mean, what was, what was good about last night and what do you want to see, uh, get
0: better? I thought we were physical. I thought we got after it up front. We controlled the run. We, I thought we made them one dimensional. Um, you know, they made some adjust, adjustments at halftime. We didn't, uh, you know, we made some plays, but then when they, you know, when they scored the touchdown, we didn't, we didn't have a great response there. I got that a couple times. Uh, we had them in first and long, second and long, and probably gave up too many yards there. Um, so th- those are some areas of improvement. Obviously I thought uh, we could have tackled a little bit better uh, than we did, especially in the open field. But um, for the most part, I thought we did a good job. Special teams. Uh, I just felt like we took some penalties uh, that backed our offense up. Who responded though? The offense did respond, and you know we'd like to get a couple first downs to get out of there. And we managed to get an explosion or two, and so I thought the offense did a phenomenal job there. Uh, we didn't really get the return game going. We didn't really crease it. We had a. You can't really drop a better opportunity to block a punt. We just missed the ball. I mean, unblocked. We had a player unblocked, and so it really comes down to always players making plays and execution in, in there. And and on offense, you'd like to turn some of those threes into sevens, right? You you know how that is, and that's really the that's really the difference, right? Uh, you'd be splitting hairs to say, well, we missed this one throw and we missed that one throw, but. I don't think any but buddy can be held to a standard of perfection, right? Football is a game of mistakes. Uh, we're trying to make the least amount. So uh, that's kind of a blanket statement of all three phases. But I don't uh, I don't question our effort. I don't question our attitude, um, our togetherness. But, you know, those you hope to, you know, talk about those type of things on a win or even, you know, even an ugly win. Right? It's just a lot better to, to highlight and accentuate those things uh, rather than a loss. But if you don't find some of the good in it, um, boy, it makes for a long time. And, and it's <laughs> you know about the time and effort everybody takes to put into it. So and that's, that's everybody, you know, and, you know, you hate to run through it. You talk about three phases, but we always refer to it as four. And that's the look team. You know, and if you start overlooking your therapy department and and the equipment and the strength and conditioning, well, you're selling yourself short because it is a team effort. Hundred percent.
1: The uh, one guy who's obviously dealt with a lot of adversity this year is Braylon Addison, and it was great to see him kind of doing some things that that I remember, you know, seeing from a, from an on the field perspective and bouncing off of tackles and the thing that I that I feel like people don't exactly know about Braylon is how strong he is. He really is a hard person to tackle. And that showed up again last night. That was encouraging to see. And Jeremiah Mazzoli threw for over 300 yards for the first time since prior to his uh, injury in 2019. Great to see that. I mean, there was encouragement around the physicality that you mentioned in my mind, jumped off of the jumped, jumped, uh, you know, right off of the field. Uh, Simone was throwing him, throwing himself all over the place. I thought Jamal Roll and Cariel Brooks both had unbelievable pass breakups, physical pass breakups that with a with perfectly timed hand. That to me, I'm thinking about it the other way, right? I'm, I'm watching this receiver saying, what could he do a little bit better? And yeah, these guys didn't attack the ball right the way that I really would love to see a receiver do it, but they were catching with their hands and ready to make a play. And and those guys, I mean, they've got to be. Uh, Coach Washington's got to be harping on this, right? I mean, because that was an unbelievable, unbelievably well-timed de- plays by two defensive backs, which have which has kind of been a strength of the team this whole year.
0: Yeah, no, they they came up with some big plays, and I think another one you could even throw Siante uh, in there at the one on the sideline that he broke right. early in the game. You know, they, they showed up. Uh, you know there's, there's a couple times the ball got over our head and, you know, we, we want to try to keep those things in front of us, but um, you know, those guys do a phenomenal job. They prepare hard. And uh, you know, I feel like everybody deserved a better fate, you know, and I'm not talking organizationally, I'm talking to the city. Um, Unfortunately, you know, half the teams that line up and play every week doesn't matter from high school, college and pro they all half of them are going to lose. And so, Um, we we won't get used to it. We're always going to expect to win. We are going to keep our expectations high. And, you know, we're going to line it up. I'm looking forward to practice, but, you know, we've got some time in between, so I'm looking forward to that also. 2017, uh, so I think actually the year that you were
1: not, the only year I ever had you not as a coach with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went on a bye week, and uh, after losing – a a miserable game in uh, Edmonton that we could have, that we had a chance to win. We just weren't a good enough team at the time to do that, but we went on a bye week and things started turning around right when we came back home for what was actually at that time the Labor Day classic. And I got to say, we were a much longer shot that year from the playoffs than the Ticats who still have it very much within their grasp. So uh, maybe, maybe the off days will, will uh, lend themselves to a, to a chance for people to, to change, to drop the, drop the baggage of a tough loss and, and turn things around. But, uh, uh, coach exciting stuff, unfortunately, not the outcome that we wanted. It would have been an amazing game. All else staying the same, have the cats win by, by two points at the end there. In my mind, I was watching thinking this is going to be the perfect you know, launching point into the second half or the last bit of this season where we had an offense that was uh, being productive and just some really exciting football. And it is hard to feel for the guys that that was not the outcome. That said, hoping to see all these good takeaways from from last night, some of the positivity and productivity uh, sort of uh, be a launching point for, for increased play throughout the rest of the season. Coach, I appreciate your time. I hope that the bye week does you well. And I hope that you can take you afford some days off for yourself to, to uh, refresh the mind and, and, and get back to it when the time comes. I appreciate it, coach. Thanks for joining us.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Luke. We'll see you next week. The Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Like, subscribe, and find out what coach is thinking every Tuesday.